Hey everybody, welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast. We're on episode number 36 and in today's episode I got to hang out with the fantastic Ali Meller. Ali is the founder of Lecaco. Only been around for two years, but Ali has already created over 20 lines within the keto low-carb market and a load more to come in 2020. Ali was one of the first brands to introduce a collagen bar onto the market and she's just grown from strength to strength. Ali is a real startup and in this episode she explains her journey so far. It was just an incredible episode to listen to what she's been through and where she's going to go. So for now, switch off, chill out and enjoy episode number 36. Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt. Your destination for product development, food trends and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. For everyone listening, this is going to be an exciting show because your brand uh, over the last 12 months is kind of exploding. So I'm with Ali from La Carco and Ali, introduce yourself and tell tell a brief overview of your story and we'll just go for it from there. Yes, thank you. Firstly, thank you so much for having me. It's, um, it's an honour. Um, thank you. Yeah, Lokarko, um, we started about two years ago. So um, Lokarko, it actually means low-carb company for anyone wondering. Um, and we've got we've got some coffee creamers. We're all very keto and low-carb based. Um, our main selling line is, yeah, coffee creamers with MCT oil powder and collagen. Yep. Um, wow. Yeah, we now have 14 lines. We've got some collagen bars. We were actually the first in Australia to actually launch a collagen bar two years ago. Wow. Uh, We've got keto collagen. We've got um, we've got some collagen coffee and little single serve sachets, um, and we also have some chocolate gummies, which is a bit of a favourite of mine. It's a gelatin based um, gummy that you make, and it, it tastes amazing. So, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of us in a nutshell. That is fantastic. And so, two years old, I I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the last twelve months you've just yeah exploded, but where where did this all begin? And I I don't think you're a you're a food background, are you? Did you just see? Did you just want to get into something new? Tell tell the story there. Absolutely, yeah. I guess I was actually in sales and sort of business development management. So I worked for another health food company, and um, I actually left to start sort of I guess what you could say was a, a bit of a sales agency and. Um, I was um, a rep for about, I think I had about five or six different brands under me. They were all yeah. very small brands and all very startup brands. And I guess, you know, the purpose of me was um, for companies that couldn't afford a full sales team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I built a real connection with all of these brands. And, you know, I saw all, every single one of the brands go from strength to strength. So, you know, I kind of I kind of hit capacity. I couldn't take any more brands on. And, you know, I was a little bit burnt out kind of. So, you know, I felt, you know, how, how can I, you know, do this? You know, how, how can I do something different here? And mm. that's when I started to add my own brand to my, my portfolio. Um, and I was, um, I was, you know, this Bulletproof Coffee was, was going really huge. And I was in America and keto was really, really huge there. And, you know, it was a little bit going on here. And, um you know, to me, this this is bulletproof coffee. Obviously, amazing if you're following a really, really strict keto diet. But if you're yeah. not, it actually contains 60 grams of, of fat. <laughs> so, you know, for someone that 
you know, isn't isn't doing a strict keto diet or maybe falls off the wagon, a 60 grams is a lot of a lot of fat. And if you're not burning that energy properly, it's you know, it could be quite detrimental. Um, so anyway, you know, I found you know what's similar to butter, which was coconut milk powder, and and you know, I discovered this this coconut milk sort of coffee creamer, and I made it in my coffee every day. And I guess it was just sort of a more convenient option. Um, so yeah, I you know rented out a little com- commercial kitchen with a friend of mine and um and my friend owned a commercial kitchen and we just blended up some powders and you know started up an instagram started up my own online site and i think you know we did a pre-launch of a week and i, I got like 40 orders um wow. so I-, I was a little bit snowed under at the time and yeah two years later i guess the coffee cream is the still that that first coffee cream is still our biggest line now so um yeah, it's just it's been a whirlwind of a year. I think we did a rebrand um, sort of at the beginning of the year, which really really turned everything um, upside oh ups, upside. Um, yep. which has really changed everything for us. Yeah, that's great because I was in yeah I was in Melbourne's health stores over well two weeks ago, and yeah I noticed your brand and it was the the vanilla cream MCT oil and collagen powder coffee crema. Yeah. And seeing your brand compared to everything else on the shelf, it just pops. So whoever did that, it's uh, you've done a fantastic job to really stand out on shelf. And I don't know, I think a lot of, and correct me if I'm wrong, and it'd be great to hear your, your thoughts on this, but you've made your packaging and your kind of products and the range very clean and very just, it's, you, you're calling out the claims, but you're not, going crazy there's no kind of like in the supplement world where there's a whole load of shit going on in a nutshell to be honest whereas yours just looks clean tidy and professional uh, was that what you wanted to go for in the rebrand or we what was your thoughts on that yeah to be honest um I mean I do absolute credit to my my designer she's you know probably the be all and end all of everything that we do but when I first started giving my budget, I actually did everything myself. Um, okay. So I guess it's when you get to a certain point in, in your business and you realize that, you know, you, you can't be the expert in everything. Um, so I did outsource my my um, my, my design, but I, I guess it wasn't really for that because I always think that we, we sort of attracted a very educated market and an educated market who does look at the labels and, and, and does look for stuff um, that shouldn't be in there. So... It wasn't really my goal, but I guess it was just my designer that kind of kind of picked up all on that and put it together. That's great. And I just I just I'm just fascinated that, yeah, it's a two year old business and uh, you've just stepped up into so many different categories and not even just going with one or two products. You, you've got a whole host of products. Like what's an average day look for you? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's, it's it's pretty crazy, actually. I guess um, ordering and invoicing is is um, obviously a huge part of our day. My day, I do I do get, try and get out on the road as much as I can and visit the retailers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess the ordering and the dispatch is huge. Booking careers, and um, I'm still still very very much passionate about sort of the product development side of things. Um, our manufacturer and our warehouse, they sort of have a food tech, so I work quite closely with them um yep. I do sort of design like develop everything myself but um, we're actually about to drop in uh, nine new lines next year so um <laughs> wow yeah. and what are they 
90 lines. So what we're going to do a bit of a never been done before. We're going to do on the 20th of January next year, we're going to do um, eight new products in eight days. So for every single day for eight days, you're going to drop in a new line. Good <laughs> uh, work. Yeah. So, you know, go all in or, yeah. That's fantastic. And, what, and can you talk about those products or you you waiting for the big release next year? Yeah. Um, no, I'm happy to talk about it. We actually um, – you know, given the, given the nature of, of some of our products, there are a few just additional flavors. Uh, we've got some, um, so the keto collagen is um, kind of performing really, really well. So it's obviously makes sense to launch some new flavors in that. So we've got a coconut caramel. Um, caramel seems to be the flavor of the, the month in anything. Yeah. That- moment so we're going to do a coconut caramel as well as a strawberries and cream um and the strawberries and cream is actually beauty boosted so it's got um you know it's got vitamin c which helps collagen production it's got some shishwanda beauty tonic um as well as you know prebiotic and probiotic and digestive enzymes which i kind of think is you know when someone is is starting to follow a a keto diet these sort of probiotics and digestive enzymes are, are quite beneficial um so yeah, we're actually also launching um, two kids range, which is, you know, stepping away from a little bit of what we were about, but sort of the same category. Obviously, they're not keto, but um, well, I'd say they're not keto marketed, but they, yeah, they would technically be keto. But um, yeah, we're actually launching two kids collagens. Um Collagen is obviously very well known for sort of skin benefits, but there's so many more benefits to it, including, you know, gut health and mm-hmm. your immune system. And I have a little boy who's four years old and he's, he's suffered really, really bad eczema for probably most of his life. And, um, you know, to me, I, I genuinely believe it's about fixing, you know, fixing their gut um, and collagen. You know, I'm not saying it cures, cures gut health, but it definitely helps. Um, yeah, yeah. And our kids' collagen has, um, you know, we always try to be very unique with a sort of a kids' range. So we've added some avocado powder in there, and um, we've added some uh, just a little bit of greens, just hidden so that they can't notice. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> yeah. So we've got a lot going on. That's cool. And going back to kind of when you began to now, are you? Do you notice that your customer is kind of, they all fall under a same bracket or do you feel that you've got a customer that varies uh, throughout age, demographic and stuff like that? Can you just touch on who your customer might be? Yeah, definitely. Well, like I said, we did a rebrand last year and we were actually called Keto & Co um, before. So, um, you know, when, when I first came out with my, my products, I went out on the road and spoke to retailers and I got a, a lot of negative feedback. Um, you know, people were a bit skeptical of the keto diet and mm. didn't really understand the concept of a coffee creamer. So, um, you know, walking away, obviously still very passionate about my product. I, I decided to do a rebrand and change the name, which I think was, you know, amazing to the second I did that, it, it did kind of open, open the doors a little bit outside of the, the keto world. Like, you know, our coffee creamers are amazing. If you you know, if you do have a lot of milk in your coffee and you have a lot of sugar or, you you know, you go to the coffee shop and get a caramel latte, it's an amazing alternative to that. And we use really good sort of natural sweeteners and, um, you know, we use coconut milk powder, so it's all dairy-free. So I think we started to sort of tap into that market a little bit. Um, so, yeah, just I guess anyone that's trying to reduce their sugar intake, um, 
when we launched the, the gummies actually in, I think it was about March this year, we, we started to expand into sort of kids and these kids were just loving these gummies and they were just like little chocolate treats. So, um, yeah, we, we really have expanded our market. So I'd say keto, I'd say, you know, mums and, um, yeah, mostly females. So I guess that's a bit of a, a working uh, working challenge for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's really interesting that you, you had the – the vision and also kind of the the belief just to change the brand because the, there'd be a lot of businesses out there and and I've seen a lot where they've not thought about the branding or the the product doesn't suit the branding because of whether it's budget or they've just gone on a different pathway so good credit on yourself to it yeah to change it and I'm glad it works because uh well it's it, it seems to be paying off because yeah I'm noticing your products in more and more uh, outlets that I go into so it's uh it's great to see yeah thank you it was a big big sort of investment to take but it was it was really worth every second so I just want to go back to the start again because the people listening like there's a lot of people that message me who have an idea or just want to start out what what would you say the the first things were that you did when you went? You know what? I'm gonna gonna go out on my own. I'm gonna do this. What what would you say the early process was? Yeah, this is a, a great topic to talk about because this is something I'm I'm very very passionate about. Um, obviously, I, I've been in sales a lot and I've visited a lot of health food shops, and I, I definitely understand that retail space is is very hard to get. So for me, it was about doing something that was completely unique and something that was really, really different. Um, I guess, you know, if there's anyone out there trying to do something, don't don't be afraid to take take risks. Um, but our coffee creamer, you know, probably for the first year, you know, if I had a dollar for everyone that asked me what is a coffee creamer, mm. I'd probably be a millionaire. You know, that was that was kind of a huge risk. No one knew what it was. No one understood it. Um, it. It was the only people that kind of was my market were the people that maybe, you know, knew about the sort of American coffee creamers. So um, that, that was a little bit of a challenge um, for me. But actually, um, you know, something that um, I guess I struggled with at the, at the start was, you know, being such a small little company and all of these big companies coming in and and kind of, I'm not saying taking my ideas, but, you know, yeah. kind of realizing that there's a bit of a market for what I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, we were first to launch a, a collagen bar. And two years later, I, I can't think of a, a bar snack company that hasn't done one. But it wasn't until um, six months ago, there was a huge brand on the market today. And they have a huge social media following and a lot of sort of celebrity influencers and that. And they launched a coffee creamer. And I think I cried for about a week, but um, looking back at our sales today, we actually would have tripled our sales in coffee creamers from the month that they launched. And I guess what they helped me do is they helped me educate the market on what a coffee creamer was. So yeah, that, that was that, that was really interesting to to sort of see our our coffee creamer sales grow so so much. Based that is, on yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, because most most people would be going, oh, they stole, yeah, like you said, stole your ideas, cried, give up, going, oh, I can't compete. But yeah, it's good that yeah, you could jump on the wave uh, with this, and it yeah helps your brand, which is, yeah. which is great to see. Yeah, I'm glad you saw the positives from it because yeah, well, a... I did it first, but I yeah. did now. <laughs> that's good. And what would you? So you you've got your idea, you've you you're gonna go for it, like. What 
did you have a clue where to start or did you just kind of put put a list together to go right this is it or did you just kind of take it day by day yeah I guess I just took it day by day um you know I ordered um I ordered some labels from you know Alibaba in China and um you know bought some stand-up pouches and put some stickers on some bags and you know came up with a with a recipe um and put everything together and um I actually ordered you know sort of raw materials some of them were from even other companies not even um you know wholesale costs so the price that we were paying for our coffee creamers then um was really nothing but I I think you gotta I think you gotta think about these things in the long term you know when we get to certain volumes you know what can we achieve so yeah I guess I kind of just winged it um and I think with it, with the market adapting is why we've developed so much. I think I've got this sort of fear of missing out. Like if I don't do something fast, I, I, someone else might do it and I might miss out. <laughs> I, I think that's fascinating. I've, I think that's fantastic. And it, it just also goes to how, goes to show how agile and nimble kind of startups can be. And it is literally big borrow and steal and try and get what you can just to, to get those initial first productions out there or first samples out there and I'm guessing I guess what you found is once you released products you got the ball then was rolling and then you could go and look for cheaper collagen and maybe even order more collagen and yeah, yeah your cost price came down would would you say that's correct and it kind of just got the ball rolling from that yeah, definitely I mean I think there's a there's a few different ways to start a business and you know you can either um, you know, you can either source sort of distributors to, to sort of help you, which is what we, we did. Um, and, you know, true credit to our distributors, they, they are the reason we are where we are today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it was just about sort of selling it into them and, and, and doing everything on the back end to make sure that, you know, it, it, it sold through health food shops and sort of visiting the health food shops and, and that. So, um, yeah, that that was kind of our real success is is the distributors and, and finding that we could leverage on them. So did did you find it easy to get a distributor for your brand? Like as you were saying, uh, people weren't understanding kind of what coffee uh, creamer or coffee creamer is um, on the market. Did did it take a while to find the right match for your brand or? How did that go? Yeah, it's it's funny you say that because obviously I actually did have a really good relationship with a lot of the distributors, but I didn't actually want to use that relationship because I was worried that I would ruin my credibility if the, the product didn't do well. Okay. So I actually decided to sort of, you know, contact these distributors um, and not really sort of, um, you know, go in with, you know, I used to work for this company and blah, blah, blah. But um, funny you should say that. My first distributor, who actually is probably one of my biggest distributors, and I think they probably do about maybe 40% of our revenue today, they um, they never actually wanted our coffee creamer. They said that um, they don't really understand um, the coffee creamer. They don't really know why I'm calling it a coffee creamer. Mm. You know, suggested that maybe I should call it a coffee add-on or a coffee milk. Um, <laughs> but the only reason they took us because they wanted our collagen bars. Um, so anyway, yeah, cool. Went, went along with that, but yeah, our coffee creamers are just absolutely outstanding at the moment. And, um, you know, going back to the distributor, when, when I did get my first distributor, I actually think I was making like 
50 cents per product because, <laughs> wow, you know, wow. I, di I did sort of go into the distribution channel quite early, which was probably something that I wouldn't do again. Um, I think, you know, you really need to sort of build up to, to sort of your profit margins to be able to work with them. So um, luckily they, you know, they, they performed really quickly and I, you know, I was able to sort of, you know, fix things on the back end and, and, and make things a bit better. <laughs> That's fantastic. But uh, I, this podcast to me just kind of just shows the learnings that are involved and also kind of like the step by step process that there is going to be mistakes along the way, but you're giving it a go. And it's it, I think a lot of people will be taking a lot of insights and information from you. So thank you for sharing uh, this amazing story. We, we're about to get on to 2020. We're about to start 2020. You're going to be going out in the market with eight new lines, nine new lines, was it? Sorry, eight or nine, sorry. Yeah, eight next year, one next year, yeah. Do you see just more products next year or what, what's your views for the, the next 12 months to 24 months um, for yourself? Yeah, I guess, I mean, I don't really have a big plan for that, but I guess what I'm about is is, is seeing sort of a movement and acting on it quickly. So um, I'm hoping to add two more lines to, to that range just because um, I don't know if you have heard of this, um, I can't remember what it's called now, but there's a big um, Netflix documentary on, on sort of vegan. Oh, the game changer. Yeah, the game changer. <laughs> so. This, this, this documentary is just going around and, um, you know, I, I do believe it's a big movement and I, I do respect and understand that there is sort of a, a vegan demographic out there. And um, this is sort of a space that I'm, I'm looking at now is sort of keto vegan, um, mm. which people may look at it and go, it's, it's impossible. But, you know, it, it is difficult. But I think, you know, we, we can help and we can we can shift this thought and we could make keto vegan easy um so this is sort of a space that i'm looking for next year well that sounds that sounds fantastic and let me know when you do do that because yeah i'll definitely be wanting to try it because it, it is it's for yourself I, I can see it being tough but i don't think it's impossible right it's the 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 amount of ingredients out there um uh, there's got to be a great combination to to help a certain demographic in that space so good luck um uh, with you. that I, I just i just find it fascinating how much you've done um in the space of yeah 24 months already so for for anyone listening how what's the best way to contact yourself con getting get information about the brand or even gone buy one of your products where where would you send people yeah i mean you can definitely contact me um instagram or my email is um hello at um locarco.com.au our website uh we we are available in sort of most health food shops um in australia so yeah anyone's more than welcome to contact me if they've got any advice or more than happy to absolutely amazing and thank you for sharing your insights like it's it, it's raw it's it's fresh and yeah it just shows kind of what's needed to to start a to start a, a business and um to find a niche and just go for it so thank you very much again for your time and uh yeah your story and thank you so much as well <laughs> no worries thank you have a great day